Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. Hey, what is going on? Hope everyone had an amazing weekend. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Man, after a busy summer of ball, it's nice to finally get back on track with weekly episodes. You know, as, as much as I love going to the field, playing, coaching, organizing, all of that, having this downtime now is a perfect way to recharge the batteries. We have some great amazing guests lined up over the next couple months and i can't wait to announce them trust me some big ones are coming up if you do listen to us on the regular or this is your first time why not go follow us on all our social media outlets we're on twitter instagram facebook and tiktok of course we're also on youtube where you can listen to all the podcasts as well as see some great video content you can also like and subscribe while you're there as well if, if you want i mean i'm not forcing you to but you know please do <laughs> all right on to this week's guest and we sat down and chatted with four-time wbsc world champion and isc hall of famer thomas Macchia. thomas no doubt goes down as one of the best to ever play the game of course as mentioned with the wbsc titles and hall of fame induction he is also a five-time isc champion six-time isc all world selection and the most valuable player at the 2000 iscs we're going to talk to Thomas about getting a start in the game down in New Zealand, where the nickname Larry came from, his storied 20-year career with the New Zealand Black Sox, his time on the ISC circuit, and much, much more. Thomas was an absolute pleasure to chat with. We're so grateful he was able to take time out of his busy schedule to sit down and chat with us. Now grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I've got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling. go it's my privilege to welcome on four-time wbsc world champ five-time isc world champion six-time isc all world selection 2000 isc most valuable player and isc all of famer thomas Macchia. thomas thanks so much for coming on the podcast pal hey no worries randy good to be here mate how's things going down in new zealand today uh you're not too bad actually uh so we're uh our second weekend into our local competition, which was uh, probably started about a month earlier than uh, than we normally do, so mm. just basically to help uh, the Black Sox boys sort of get some game time in before they kick off their uh, 
you know, their, their tourneys and then the World Series in, in uh, November. Oh, that's right too. Excitement, it's probably uh, starting to grow down there for, for the World Cup that's going to be there in November. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's um, stuff come out on, on social media in terms of what, what's happening within the couple of months in, in the program. So, uh, yeah, for that. Right on. So, are, you're still playing, are you not? <laughs> uh, in yeah, local? Yeah, yeah still. So, still play. Yeah, just local competition, uh, club competition. So, uh, still doing that. So I've got one of our other mates uh, who I used to play with years ago, Max Brett, who's, who's also coaching with me. But um, and also, you know, the, the chance to to play now with my two boys. So the oldest boy's home from from Australia, so he's come back. So um, yeah, another season, mate. Yeah, that's right. Now I I, mm. I saw some uh, I saw some video recently. You're pitching, aren't you? <laughs> uh, that, that was last year. Oh, was it? So, <laughs> I, I had to uh, sort of come in and, and relieve a couple of innings here and there. Uh, obviously, we were sort of lacking in the pitching department, but but also to get out, which is a bit of a break. Um, you know, we're right. run, but, uh, yeah, the uh, you know. It, it, it's trying, uh, trying to keep it close anyway. It's a little. Uh, it, I'm a pitcher as well, and 44 years of age. It it, it gets a little tough on the body <laughs> for the next couple of days after. Oh, certainly does, Randy. Yeah, certainly does. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. All right there. Um, and, and you still got to try and do the work you know, during the season to try and you know get your body two or three innings, whatever you have to do. So yeah, uh, but yeah, you're right. It's a couple of days. The arms all all stiff and tight, and uh, how it used to be. Yeah, for sure. Now you you mentioned the the two boys. How how's the family making out? Yeah, no. uh, Dante, the oldest one, he he just arrived home from Aussie uh, a couple of days ago, so. Um, you know, him being home, he, he's pushing on uh, Black Sox selection as well. So, you know, why he's among the two, you know, in front of the selectors. Uh, Ollie, yeah, you know, he's chugging along. Um, to see them two together, anyway, you know, it's been, been a few years since that's happening. And um, the youngest one, Elijah, he's, he's just sort of starting his spring training now. So, all season around here is uh, pretty busy. Excellent. How, how old's Elijah? Uh, he's 12. He's oh, okay. 12, right so. on. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So before we, uh, before we get into your career, I gotta, I gotta add, I, like, I, I kind of know a little bit of the story listening to, uh, uh, beyond the dugout with the chopper and Damien there with your, your episode there, but, uh, I gotta know, and my listeners, where's the nickname Larry come from? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me this one, Randy. Um, uh, you know, no, nothing has changed from that, from that, uh, Beyond the dugout story, anyway, but uh, they sort of used to talk in riddles up in uh, where I used to come from, the Hawks Bay. So it was just a just a, a, a rhyming nickname that sort of um, suited me, I guess that you, you could say. Um, you know, from from Chub Tangaroa and, and his uh, his teammates. So I was new to a to his team, anyway. So. Uh, that, that's sort of where it started from, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I heard the the whole thing. I, I was, I got a good laugh over it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all funny nicknames, aren't they? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so let's get on to your career. How? Uh, tell us how you got your start in the game. 
Uh, well, I was um, I was born in Hastings, uh, in a small town, uh, which is about four hours north of of where I am now, in, in Wellington. So it's on the east coast of the of the North Island. Um, you know, my my parents played softball, so yeah. as as kids, we were pretty much you know carted around ballpark to ballpark. So uh, that's sort of where I started, and then um, started playing out of the Dodgers. Softball club up in up in Hastings, and then um, you know spent a, a lot of time up there playing with my mates, and uh, till I was probably about uh, maybe eighteen, nineteen. Uh, you know, we, we had a pretty young team; we stuck mm. together for a long time. Um, anyway, we we used to sort of dominate the leagues as we were coming through. You know, being youngsters, I mean, we were sort of pushed up probably earlier than than, than expected. Anyway, to to really challenge the men, and I mean, you know, we took hidings here and there. We got beat, um, but slowly we we sort of come back and started getting closer and closer, and then you know we started winning. So, and and then um, opportunities, I guess, with uh, with Chub Tangaroa, who you know mm. everyone knows him as a, as a legendary pitcher. He he was actually living in the Hawks Bay. Um, Sort of towards the middle to the end of his career, and um, uh, I sort of I was getting picked up with them for a, for a few tournaments. So just just to travel away to to play some really good softball, hmm. and um, I sort of you know I, I wanted some of that action and, and more. Um, so so I, I you know my my father was the coach at the time and. Uh, I told him that um, you know I'm gonna you know jump ship and and go over there and you know to be fair he, he wasn't happy because um, you know to lose one of their you know mm. one of his pitches which which sort of meant that you know they they didn't really have enough players to compete so but you know opportunities you know to travel away to play better ball um, yeah that, that's sort of where I started in the in yeah. the Hawks Bay. So you're obviously your dad, Thomas Senior. He he played a big role in your development growing up, did he not? Oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure. He was, he was, you know, he was our softball coach. He was a rugby coach, so you know, he, he taught us, you know, really the the basics of softball, pretty much, and um, yeah, and, and the work ethic and the training ethic. So obviously, you know, certainly I owe him a lot, and that, and that's where it all started. Right on. That, you just mentioned rugby. I. I got to bring up the rugby part of it because it's huge in New Zealand. I know that. Massive. Like, like yeah. based uh, like being from Canada, it'd be the equivalent to hockey up here. I imagine, is it not? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now, you, yeah. you, you would you play rugby growing up? Did you not? Uh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, m- most all kids in New Zealand play. Yeah, true uh, enough. <laughs> play rugby growing up, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. From your, uh, you're young, you know, you, you want to be an All Black. Right, um, and then you know, obviously, different sports come along, and people take their own little journeys, and in, in terms of you know, whatever sport they choose. But yep, certainly, yeah, yeah, I, I wanted to be an All Black growing up, and um, softball got in the way, which was probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, it took you, it, it got you, it got you to places all over the world. I, I, I know that for sure. Oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Traveled up your way, you know, yeah. Traveled to Japan, uh, South Africa. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's it's, right. It's great. Yep. Now, uh, I want to talk about the, the junior Black Sox. Of course, you were a pitcher back then and led them to a mm. silver medal in 93. Uh, 
on on home soil in Auckland, of course. What 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 do you re- recall about that event? Uh, oh, I still remember losing the final to Japan. Um, you know that, that still sticks in my in my mind quite clearly. But um, that that was a pretty massive tournament in terms of being being at home, you know, mm-hmm. playing for New Zealand. So yeah, it was, it was just just an awesome awesome time that we had, and uh, it sort of um, I guess opened my eyes again to to opportunities, you know, in, in terms of playing for New Zealand and, and still wanting more. So, yeah, that was probably, you know, the, yeah. the next kickstart in terms of representing New Zealand. Right. Was it was it after that event that earned you the tour with the Black Sox over here in North America? Uh, uh, yeah, it was actually. So um, the Black Sox were touring to, I think it was Salt Lake City around that time, sort of in that area anyway in 94. So that, that was my first... Um, First tour with the Black Sox, anyway. How was that trip? That was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Got to play with some uh, some pretty cool dudes. Um, you know, some top notch ball players in New Zealand. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was awesome. Now, were you there initially as a pitcher? Uh yeah. So, yeah, pitcher, infielder, outfielder. So, sort of utility player and. Um, I hadn't really focused on uh, on just playing the outfield, you know. From there, I was sort of, yeah, named, named as a pitcher. I was doing a lot of pitching around that time, and uh, probably wasn't until about the year after, maybe ninety five, ninety six, where um, I had some pretty pretty good pitchers sort of lined up in front of me. Um, you know, Michael White, Chub Tongaroa, Marty Grant. And sort of looking at the '96 World Series, you know, which was probably a couple of years away, I was like, mm. uh, you know, and there was another long list of, of pitches behind those guys. So, yeah. And I'm looking at them, going, oh, okay, right, uh, it's probably not going to happen, you know, in terms of pitching at a World Series. So, you know, I had to, I had to change my focus in terms of how was I to break into that team, and um, you know, a couple of things I, I could utilize was obviously my youth. I was only young at that time. Mm. Um, speed and um, yeah, that's when I thought, oh, okay, might get a shot in the outfield. So, you know, I just trained my ass off eh, for the last well, that next couple of years anyway, in terms of, in terms of uh, outfield and, and hitting too, which was probably a big priority in terms of making that team. Is that you know, yeah, you were yeah. consistently hitting, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I mean, that's a <laughs> That's quite a list of pitchers to, uh, to try, you know, try and break in there. Uh, like, wow, that's great. What's the, how was the, was it a tough transition? Uh, probably, no, probably not at that time because I was actually young, you know. So, um, in terms of training and, you know, the work ethic that I'd, you know, been brought up with was that, no, it was actually quite easy because I love to train. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'd be out there just training my ass off and, you know, that was the big driver was for me to try and make the team as an outfielder. So, yeah. you know, with, with the priority of, of hitting. So, Now, of course, you were named to that 96 team that went on to win gold in Midland, Michigan. What uh, what was it like, you know, getting that call that, you you know, you were going to be you were going to be in in Michigan to represent uh, New Zealand? I was actually a bit worried. Eh? Um, I remember uh, the, the club nationals. Well, the team was getting named sort of after the club nationals, which was the 
you know, the, the last tourney of, of our season and then, you know, sort of had to wait a couple of months before the team went away. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was quite nervous. I, I, I probably had a pretty good, good, um, tournament that, the uh, the club tournament to finish off the season, but um, you know you're, you're still going through those emotions. Was it was you know was I good enough that weekend or you know mm. all that stuff sort of going through. Your head. But um, yeah, yeah, also awesome to get the get the call that um, yeah I was heading away again. Well, you know uh, to a to a World Series, I guess, and um, yeah, yeah, good. What was it? Uh, must have been pretty cool getting a front row seat to watch that uh, the perfect game that Whitey threw. I was actually probably uh, yeah front row center uh, at the beginning of the game and, and uh, <laughs> sort of watching everything from behind in the outfield. So yeah, but yeah I mean yeah, but he was just outstanding. On the um, you know you don't really talk about those moments in the dugout in terms of you know is is the um, you know is he on a perfect game here? You don't really talk about that sort of stuff. So uh, but yeah, I mean yeah, what he what he was just outstanding. Yeah, I mean, I've we've had other guys on here that you know teammates of Whitey and and talked about you know how big of a student of the game he was, like as far as you know picking pitches and and stuff like that. Is like that's that's a fair assessment. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 absolutely to a T. Uh, massive, you know. I mean, he didn't really throw that hard, but he was you know quite clinical in terms of the location of his pitches, you know. So. Yes, yeah, amazing to watch. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Now, uh, what was it? Uh, what was it like being able to celebrate? You know that that first world title with legendary guys like Whitey and Chubb. Well, first of all, you know, you know, being in middle of Michigan, I was always actually legal to to have a beer or two, so oh, yeah. <laughs> that was probably the best part. Yeah, but, uh, yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, you know, we obviously celebrated at the ballpark and then and, uh, you know, took that took that um, that fun that laughter all the way back. You know, on the bus ride back to back to the motel or back to the accommodation. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, great times, great times. No doubt. No, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a few stories that uh, can't be told on here, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, was it around that this time that you started on the ISC circuit with Decatur? Uh, so Decatur was, uh, I was yeah, ninety four was Decatur. So, oh, okay. Um, sort of, I, I, I guess, sort of helped in a ways in terms of you know, sort of getting ready or getting at bats. But um, yeah, went to Decatur in ninety four and. Uh, once again, opportunities through Chubby that, um, that that took me over those ways. So he he was actually playing over there probably for a couple of years before right. before '94 anyway. So he sort of asked me if um, you know I wanted to come over with him and be part of the Cater Pride for a year, a year or two. Um, so he was he was him and Marty Grant were the were the pitchers on the team. So I sort of went in as the you know. Number three slash um, outfielder infielder. So wow. uh, yeah, I got I got some opportunities to to pitch in, in the local league, which was you know it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. For no me. doubt, no doubt. What, yeah. what what was the uh, what was your initial reaction to us the US lifestyle like? <laughs> a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was yeah, I was actually a couple of couple of years younger. So uh, but uh, nineteen going over there. So um, yeah. 
but the loss so um Dakota's not really a, a, a big town over there, you know, so mm. it's quite so the way, a small town, but um but being in the in North America and the States was yeah, it was a big eye opener for me for, you know, a young Maldi boy from, from Hastings. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> God, I can remember I like I played a couple of years with Salt Lake City there and, and like, you know, traveling down and, and you know, being from Canada, I like I I thought I knew what the lifestyle was like down in the states, but you know it's totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, it was probably you know my my second time traveling overseas, and uh, you know, in terms of uh, time zones and travel and you know all that sort of stuff. So all right, like four days. Yeah, I just couldn't get my body clock right. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, imagine the like settling in period must have been must have been took a, a few yeah, weeks at yeah, least. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But you know, sort of traveling back and forth over over my career, you sort of get used to it. And, oh, yeah. And you you know you adjust pretty quick in terms of you know what what you need to do. Yeah. Instead of trying to sleep, you know, during the <laughs> when you're not supposed to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So when did when when did the move to Broken Broken Bow take place? Uh so '94 Decatur, and then '97 I went to. Uh, Green Bay Orca. Oh, okay. And then uh, spent a year there up there with them. Um, you know, Mark Sorensen, um, Michael White were pitching. Peaches, Peaches was there too. So we had, we had a pretty good team, um, that, that 97 team. Um, you know, Terry Chalice, Adam Smith, Nada, Brian Patton. Oh, wow. Yeah, Matt Conley, Chris Conley, um, Sean Wycheck was there too. So, I mean, you know, once again, I sort of, Sort of lucked into, um, lucked into, and, and I guess you know, had the front row seats of, of watching all those, you know, all the players. Yeah, but that ninety seven from so, you know, pick, yeah. picking them apart. Yeah, ninety seven. That was uh, Abbott, that was oh yeah, Colin Abby too. Yeah, that was in Victoria, was it not? I think the yeah yeah yeah, yeah correct yeah 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 that was a. I think the, I'm trying to think back. I'm usually pretty good. No, I think the farm farm won that year and. You guys got yeah, third, I did you not? Did. Yeah, yeah, we did actually. Yeah, yeah. spot on, mate. Third. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah the teams back then, like, <laughs> you look at the the names that that were there. I mean, you had Z Man, you had Peaches, you had, yeah. you know, the the who's who of ISC Hall of Fame, and here you had <laughs> you got to face them night in, night out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> that's good for your, you know, getting your reps in. I get like, wow, that's a. Uh, uh, you know, what I mean, that's that's good for your game. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and then I didn't really know who half these guys were. You know, no oh, right so, yeah. to me, they were just my teammates or the opposition. So yeah, you know, there was like a couple of years later, I was like, oh, okay, oh yeah, that, that's right, that's that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. that's the guy. Yeah, you know? that's so, right. Yeah, yeah, that no, was that was that was awesome. Yeah. Right on. Now and then, uh, yeah, broken bow. I think I went to broken bow about ninety eight. Ninety eight. So the year after, yeah, Green Bay folded. So okay, went down there with Doc, um, hmm, yeah. Doc Simmons. Doc Simmons. Yeah, I've heard nothing but uh, good things about Doc on here from guys. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, very passionate man about um, about softball. Uh, very detailed in terms of you know uh, in terms of what he'd done and you know. Wanted mm-hmm. to win. He, he just wants to win anything. No, no matter what it is, you know, you, you put him on the basketball court and 
he'll, he'll take you to school. <laughs> that's the way to be, though. I mean, if you're not oh, in yeah, it to win yeah. it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And, and I, I love that about Doc, you know. I yeah. love that about him. Yeah, for sure. Now, before we get to that first ISC world title, uh, I got to talk about that 2000 tournament head. Absolutely ridiculous numbers. 611, 10 RBIs, tournament MVP. Not a bad week for you, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, probably the only part that was missing was was the W. Right. So I think we finished uh, second to to Decatur that year. Yeah. So, but stinking hot. Um, but yeah, and that's probably what helped me, you know, in terms of uh, going out there and playing hard and you know wanting to win. Um, yeah, it's just a just a great week for me personally. But uh, like, like I say, you know, um, we missed that W in the end. Yeah, that's the that's the one thing you want when you're going to these. I mean, yeah. individual stats are one thing, and but uh, yeah, you know, winning that championships is the main goal, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, trade all that uh, MVP and top hitter, and, you know, the eyes for for that W. But you know, it wasn't mm. wasn't meant to be. So, but you know, I I guess. Uh, uh, in terms of where Broken Bow was sitting, you know, we we had to had to go through a stage where we were bridesmaids for a couple of years, and and then you know we you know just wanted more, wanted more, and uh, and, and you know Doc put together you know a couple of great teams there where we were able to to win it for him. Yeah, you know, so you know, yeah, I guess in, in the end we we finally got there. Yeah, well, I was gonna say going into that 2001 tournament, I, I mean. <laughs> Uh, like were you like I'm sick of being the runner up? It's time to win this thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty much yeah. our, our thoughts. You know, we we're over the spoils. Let's let's go and get one. So yeah, how yeah. awesome was yeah, it to finally did. win it? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. You know, certainly a lot, a lot of weight off, off our shoulders in terms of in terms of you know coming second for a few years. So I mean, yeah, it was that was just just an awesome feeling to win. Yeah. How good and was then, how know, good was yeah. Musi? Oh, Musi, yeah, he was out the gate, man. He was out the gate, just firing bullets, man. Yeah, he was. Yeah, we we just rode on the back of him, you know. He he done his job, and you know the the hitters hitters, um, you know, sort of come to the party too. So yeah, but yeah, Musi and you know Boxy behind the dish, they were, they yeah. were outstanding, weren't they? Yeah, actually, Musi grew up. Ten minutes away from me, so I had the pleasure of watching Musi. Oh, right. I got I got to watch oh, Musi yeah. like develop, and it was. Absolutely fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good character, Musi. Good yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, competitive too, you know, Musi. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, did you was uh, Robbie Swire on that team as well? Uh, yeah, was well, actually. Yeah, yeah, Robbie yeah. Too. Okay, yeah. right on. Actually, I, yeah. I, we've had Robbie on here on the on the podcast, and actually got to got to meet up with Robbie last. Uh, Last week there at the Canadian Nationals, he was he was over there playing with the Niagara. So we we finally got to meet up in person. It was a oh, right. great guy. Oh, he's a special man. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, he's yeah. a beauty. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you a few stories about him, but I won't tell you <laughs> online, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure I've heard a few of them offline as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Some beauties. Yeah. Some beauties there. Now, uh, of course, you did your part as well in that in 2001, 14 RBIs. Would would you say around this time frame was when, you know, you were really finding your confidence in your game? Uh, yeah, 
yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it sort of helped, you know, having sort of back-to-back seasons, you know, so you travel over there and mm. then play the, you know, our winter or your summer and then, you know, you come come back and take a bit of a break and then go back at it here in New Zealand. And, uh, yeah, it's probably about that time where it was like, you know, um, got to go out there and sort of, you know, I guess not make a name of myself, but um, sort of get, get the guys behind and, you know, let's right. go, you know. So, yep. yeah. So... How did the move to County Material take place? Uh, I guess uh, just just talking through with the other Kiwi boys, you know, in terms of in terms of what they needed and what they were looking for. So um, yeah, that you know that opportunity, I guess, come along and sort of stepped away from Broken Bow and you know wanted to play with. Uh, with um, you know Brad Runner, uh, Paddy Shannon, you know those type of guys. So uh, yeah, that, that's sort of where where that led to in terms of county materials. Um, you know, and again, you know the, the Sonnentag family of, of county materials put together a uh, you know a pretty top notch uh, top notch team there. Mm. You guys had quite an array of players from different countries, didn't you? Yeah, Kiwis, Aussies, uh, Americans, Canadians, Argentinians. So you know, we, we pretty much covered the world there. I think that's great. Like, uh, like obviously, I, it all worked out. You won back to back world titles. But I mean, back in the day, that used to be tough to find that team chemistry when you had guys from different countries playing together, didn't yeah. it? You know, especially yeah, after doing yeah. battle in international competition. <coughs> yeah. Um, but I, I guess the best thing about that was. You know, probably eighty, ninety percent of the team sort of lived in Marathon, Wisconsin. So, and we're actually neighbours. So, you know, we had a Kiwi house, we had a uh, Australian house, sort of next door. And then uh, uh, Luki Mata was um, uh, in the basement of the of the Aussie house. So, so we're actually pretty close together. Um, <laughs> Lucas said the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas said the basement. He, he likes the you know the dark place downstairs. Yeah. So, you know, hides away. You don't really see him during the day. He'll, he'll pop his head out, you know, <laughs> at night time and see what's happening out there. So, oh, but you know, we, we were we were obviously pretty close together in terms of where we lived, and we, we'd train together, go down to the park and train, yeah. and you know, just sort of hang out and stuff. So, in terms of you know that that side of the team, we were you know sort of mm. jelling that chemistry, and then you know the likes of Z Man sort of you know cruises in and out, and you know he's he's a he's a lovable chap, and the old Z Man and you know, you know what you get out of him. So, yeah, yeah, that, that was probably the, the good part where you sort of had that team chemistry and then travelled away. That's awesome. I mean, because, I mean, I've heard, like, you know, especially back in the, like, early 90s and stuff, that was, used to be, like, kind of like a a problem as far as, you know, trying to gel guys from different countries together. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's all changed now. I mean, cultures obviously have changed now and and, you know, it's everybody's more more or less chums. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think so. You know, yeah, yeah. So let's jump back to international competition side of things. Of course, uh, you completed the three peat with the Black Sox around this time. The one, the one you guys won down in South Africa in two thousand. I hear the uh, the accommodations were a little too much for some of the teams down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I won't go and name on those teams, but um, yeah, we 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 got 
accommodation, uh, sort of, you know, university-based accommodation because they're, you know, the students were out of school. So um, uh, we, we turned up to our accommodation and, you know, pretty, pretty standard stuff for us. Uh, mm. we, we sort of knew what we were getting into. Uh, there was a, you know, they had a complex, there's a big massive field to, you know, you do your trainings on. Uh, accommodations were sort of, you know, two to a room basically, um, you know, standard, which was okay. Um, and then <laughs> we actually had a couple of teens turn up in their buses, mate, and uh, sort of seen them coming down the driveway. So we were out on the rugby field, you know, just kicking a rugby ball, goofing around. And then the buses sort of were there for about five minutes, a couple of bags come off. And then a couple of bags went back on the bus where they come from, and the uh, <laughs> bus was driving out the gate. So, um, yeah, so once once we sort of found out that uh, those you know a couple of teens weren't going to stay there, we actually went up and raided their uh, well, their rooms. You know, so we took mattresses, we took extra pillows, and and made made our combination, made our rooms sort of you know uh, sort of like Marae style, sort of like homely feeling. Yeah. Styles that, that, you know, yeah. so we were actually four to a room and, you know, just just a big um, a big happy place to be. That's awesome. Like, I have to think that a situation like that, it's massive for building team chemistry, is it not? Oh, yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they went and found their, uh, their motels, I'm not too sure where, but, um, yeah, we, we, we had the whole complex to ourselves, mate. Yeah. Um, that was probably the best part. Um, and, well, actually, the best part was actually the uh, – the, the local cooks who you know come in and, and cook our meals and oh really sing to us while yeah oh, yeah that was the, the ladies over there were awesome oh wow awesome and, and it's and it's probably a, a culture that we we have here in New Zealand too you know where mm. with our styles um you know you, you you eat together and you know um the ladies will, will cook for us and then you know do our washing they we didn't expect that but um mm. you know they were they were fine doing that so. I mean, it was just like the luxuries of, of being at home in a way. So, um, yeah, those teams missed out on, on yeah, those. I was on just those about to say. Things, yeah. I was just about to say the other teams missed out on that. Wow, that's yeah, yeah. That that see that that makes things a lot easier over there for that week. <laughs> oh yeah, well, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, after after we won that that tourney, um, you know, we we returned the favour in terms of you know feeding them, helping them. So oh wow, and they were you know oh yeah yeah they they came to our party too. So oh that's fantastic. It was, it was awesome. That's great. That's great. Uh, let's talk about that 2004 win on home soil in Christchurch. I mean, yeah, th- th- how special was that one? Oh, in, in front of you know family and, and friends down here. Um, I mean, besides beating Canada, versus, <laughs> oh, I was just going to say versus a, a great, com, you know, competitive team in, in Canada. So uh, yeah, that was that was probably the best part. Um, you know, winning winning at home. You know, in, in front of uh, fam, family and friends, and you know the, the people that, that cared about you the most. Mm. Now. Is it a little bit more nerve wracking playing at home in that environment, or is it easier? I think it's harder, mate. I yeah, think it's hard. I'd, I'd I'd rather be you know away overseas somewhere, um, you know, doing that stuff because you know you, you, a lot of expectations on on your shoulders as a team. Um, and there's probably more distractions as well. I'd say I like I have to would think. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so too. You know, there's there's a lot of people that, that want your time, you yeah. know, personally. And, um, you, know, you know, so you got to try and try and uh, spend that time with them and then, you know, head back to your accommodation and then try and, you know, get back into your into your job, I guess, or into, right. into your teamwork where, you know, your focus is to go out there the next day and, and win a ball game. Yeah. Now, is that is that something that, like, I just – thinking off the top of my head here. Is that something that, you know, like the the Black Sox team going into to this year's WBSC, is that something that, you know, you got like some somebody like yourself or, or Mark or, you know, Jared could like relay to these guys, you know, this is probably what it's going to be like. Like, is that something that is discussed at all? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they, they get guys in and out sort of mm. um, sharing that knowledge, I guess, and, and also too, you know, they've got a lot of experienced players in that in that squad right now that that can share those same stories too. Oh, but, that's true. Yeah, you know, there's there's yeah. So there's guys around that'll that'll go in there and do that. You know, just just a, I guess just a different voice to to help out. So um, yeah, but definitely at home is 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 probably a lot tougher than than being away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Now the last one you won in in 2013. Again on home soil. Were uh, were you guys surprised yeah. to be facing Venezuela in the finals? Very surprised. Actually. Very surprised. <laughs> I I, I, I um, was assuming that was going to be a yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we, uh, it might have been the night before, or a couple of nights before, we had the big battle with Australia and uh, one of the you know yeah. best games of, of my career anyway. And uh, you know, we, we we actually we were expecting to you know go again the next the next the next day. So. But uh, Venezuela, yeah, I mean, they're the power pitcher. I can't remember his name now. Um, and a very, very solid team. Yeah. Very solid team. No, I mean, that definitely would have changed the game plan going in, I assume, as opposed to facing, you know, Cheese and Adam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I mean, fireballer after fireballer, you know, Venezuela. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, great hitters, great, we knew, you know, great hitters and great defense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we still had to go out there and uh, obviously do our job and, um, you know, hit the ball. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you got to do. Now, uh, mm. from all the world titles you won, is there any uh, good celebration stories that can be actually shared on here? <laughs> uh, I think I've forgotten all those, eh? <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, you know, like, like you said at the start there, and the uh, there's, there's probably stories that I, I can't tell. And yeah, as you know, mate, uh, what happens on tour stays on. That's true so. enough. True enough. Like, yeah, have you good luck? Good like luck. you, you would have played. Like you, you played with Wayne, didn't you? Was he was he on the any of those? Who's that? Sorry, Wayne Lalu. Uh Wayne. Wayne, yeah. Are uh, you? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, he he wasn't, uh, he wasn't yeah. in twenty thirteen. No, no, okay, no, okay. Series anyway. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, right, right, right. He would have he would have been later on. That's right too. Yeah, he's probably a bit too young at the moment. So. Oh, okay. I just I just picture. Yeah, but, but he's, yeah, he's he's a he, he's a different character. Yeah, I just picture him being he's, like he's a, a, a great guy to celebrate with. <laughs> I'm sure he would be. <laughs> I've been through a couple of other celebrations with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're spot on there. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's one guy I definitely want to get on the podcast here because I just feel like like he'd be a, a treat to talk to. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So, 
I get, let's jump over the coaching side of things here real quick. Uh, how did, uh, how'd you get involved in that part of the game? Uh, I, was, I sort of felt like sort of playing, um, you know, sort of middle of my career that uh, you, you sort of still have to try and help or, or give back or, or right. teach, you know, whatever you want to call it. So I was sort of starting to do that anyways in terms of, you know, we had a, we had a few young guys coming through the team, the club team and provincial team where, you know, you, you sort of, it was part of your job to, to help them. So that's probably where it all started there. And then um, I got an invite to, to coach a uh, – so about under twenty three team in, in Wellington, and they approached me to coach. I was like, "Oh, shit, you know, I've never never done this before. I've <laughs> only been actually out, out there playing." So I, I, you know, decided, "Okay, yep, cool." Got me an assistant coach. You know, got me a manager. And I can remember the the first game. I was nervous, you know, <laughs> walking up and down the dugout, making sure I had the line up right and everything like that. So yeah, but then after that, it was. Um, yeah, well, it was pretty cool to sort of carry on and you know coach and mm. mentor and you know teach teach the young guys coming through. Yeah, imagine that that would be a little bit of a you know different transition. You know, you're so used to being involved in the game, like being in the actual game, and then having to uh, you know shift gears down a little bit and and try to try to have everything organized. That I imagine that is a little tough. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so you know, you you sort of get some good people around you, you know, that can sort of take care of stuff mm. uh, outside the you know the scope of the field, and you know, you rely on those guys to you know do a good job there. And you know, I've had some some great people do that, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sort of let me focus on 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 field stuff. And um, you know, like, like you say, you you sort of got to chop down a few gears, but then. Uh, once you get running again, you know, you got to you know, chop those gears back up and let's go, boys. So, you know, I, I sort of, I sort of, um, after, after a few games under my belt, I sort of uh, found it a little bit easier in terms of uh, what I could see from the from the coach's box, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what I could see was, was how I used to play the game. So in terms of, you know, Trusting the guys in the box or on the on the base, and you know you, you see you see things that, that probably other guys can't, and you know you sort of run guys or hit it run guys, and yeah, yeah, just just sort of moving that from from how I used to play, and you know coaching the kids or teaching the kids that you know yeah opportunities yeah. here we can, we can do things so yeah right on that was sort of yeah so some bolts of it I guess yeah now, of course you. Go on to lead the junior Black Sox to two silvers and a bronze. Uh, mm. You know, what was it like? Was it tough to get the guys back up to that level that you guys were in '93 at all? Uh, oh, it was probably a long, long time between '93 and um, you know coaching the kids now. So, so we sort of uh, come up with a plan that you know we we wanted to. You know, throw everything that we had, you know, in terms of myself, Jared Martin, Bevan Martini, in terms of the coaching. So I throw everything at these guys uh, to get them to get them up to speed to transition from the juniors to to the Black Sox in a way. Right. So you know, we we were sort of teaching them a couple of steps further than than what they were 
at the moment, mm. you know, so in, in terms of what's ahead. So, um, yeah, it was um, good times, though, good times with the juniors. Um, I sort of found that uh, the older kids were actually a lot more aware right. than, than the younger guys, you know, probably a lot more experienced too in terms of age, you know, a couple of years older. Um been around, been been through some tough battles with their club team. So, mm. so yeah. Yeah. Were they scared of you? <laughs> oh, I think so. I think some of them were. <laughs> I think some of them were. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, oh, I, I had to come back to come back to the group really in terms of you know it's 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 just me. I'm yep. you know, I'm I'm me. I'm Thomas. I'm yep. you know I'm, you know done all this other stuff, but you know I'm I'm here with you guys now. So. You know, let, let me be part of your group. So yeah. once they heard that, you know, they sort of, you know, okay, yeah, he's all good now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I heard you tell the story yeah. with Chopper and Damien about the, uh, having the sunglasses on oh. and they didn't know. <laughs> Why are you staring at us? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just sort of had to break the awesome reaction in, uh, in Vancouver around that time, sort of on our build-up tour. So, you know, uh, yeah, like you say, they, they were, some of them were scared and, I had to come up with something where, you know, just sort of break the ice and told Jazza to, you know, get them in the huddle. And so I put these, you know, those those goofy glasses, whatever they were, and <laughs> <laughs> underneath my glasses, yeah. of course, and um, sort of walked into into the team team huddle and, yeah, sort of you know, said my thing and then took my sunglasses off and they saw the, saw the goofy glasses, you know, so – and then, you know, a few of them laughed and sort of cracked up, and, and that's, that's all I needed for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Hey, yeah. And th- that yeah. that lightens the load for them, I, I imagine, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, it did, it did, you know. And, and you know, the re- I guess the reason why um, I wear sunglasses in terms of coaching is that I'm, a, I'm not actually looking at the hitter. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the field, I'm looking at trying to look at the catcher's signals yep. and trying to pick up everything else to – you know, to help to help my boys. So, and they didn't really understand that part of it. You right, know, they, they're yeah. only young kids. You mm-hmm. know, so you, you got to try and do everything as as you can to as a, as a coach anyway to to try and pick up things. Yeah, yeah for so sure. So I'm looking, but I'm not looking. You know. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, I heard you say you wouldn't mind uh, coaching women's college ball. Still something you're thinking about. Did I say that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, look, I, I've, I've been watching those um, College World Series, you know, for the last few years now, and it's just awesome to watch. Oh, eh? it is. It definitely awesome is. Awesome to watch. Yeah. I mean, and, that um, that women's college world, that, that would be a pretty cool environment, to, you know, to put yourself in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, imagine the pressure that they, those girls are going through. Oh. I know. <laughs> I've I, I've talked to a few of them on here that you know have been through that, and they said they say that the the atmosphere there is t- on a totally different level. Oh yeah, just just a recent one that was on, um, you know, last season. It was oh, and obviously we, we were sort of following Michael White or Travis yep. Wilson, you know, their team. So that's right. And I mean, Whitey's Whitey's team come through in the end and, and played the finals, but um, oh, uh, that that ball is just. Awesome to watch from, yeah. from here. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Now, uh, before we get to the final segment, I have to talk about your ISC Hall of Fame induction. 
how special was it to get that call that you were going in? Yeah. Oh, the, the call was, yeah, sort of, sort of out of the blue, really. Um, you know, if I, if I look at, uh, Hall of Fame members, you know, um, during my playing career was all those old guys, you know, I, I thought you have to be old to, uh, <laughs> to go into any sort of Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> You know, but but to get the call and then you sort of hmm, okay, you, know, you, you sort of reflect and then think about you know, do I deserve to be in there? You know, all those all those thoughts go through your through your mind and then you know you think oh shit must have done something right. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah yeah yeah. I mean, end of the day, you know that that was that was awesome to get and you know. The, Chance for the family to celebrate and yeah. Um, yeah, go through those those little things, I guess. And you, you went twenty sixteen, correct? Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you went the same one as uh, as Jared and and Todd Martin and Chubb. Yeah. Holy cow! What a class! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All pictures on that one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, all pictures for sure. Oh, that's great. Oh, that must have been pretty cool, you know, to go in, you know, ex- especially with with Jared and Chubb. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, you know, two uh, two guys that I, I grew up playing with and against, and um, you know, Chubby from the Hawks Bay, Jared, one of my close mates. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it was it was awesome, man. And then Todd. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think um, any class is a cool class. To oh go yeah, into, eh? you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, so. wait a minute. Didn't you win the ISCs that year with Toronto? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what? yeah. How is that possible? <laughs> oh, oh. oh, great teammates. You know. Great yeah. teammates, uh... That's funny. Actually, I, I. I messaged you there last to, night to about get that. Inducted, get inducted on day one. Yeah. Yeah. And then go win it. <laughs> we'll say sorry. I said, yeah, get inducted in day and one and, and then go win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has it ever been done before? I'm not too sure. I don't, I don't know. Actually, I, I never, I didn't know this because I messaged you yesterday and said, you know, did you, win yeah. with Toronto and and yeah. of course I'm good buddies with Justin Schofield and I had messaged Schofield oh. and I was like I was like was Thomas with you guys in 2016 he's like he sure was I was like well how did I not know this <laughs> yeah. that was uh, so, I, I guess once again you know opportunities with um, with that um, Toronto Gators team uh, we had like, well Dante the oldest boy he, he went over for that season Oh, okay. And played over there, so I was, you know, lucky enough to hook up with him and, you know, Brad Warner and uh, Ben and Tommy, local Kiwi boys, yeah. and obviously Scope and uh, Bolin boys. So Bowling, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, quite a way to win it, Serge. Serge hitting the walk off to to win it. That was uh, yeah, absolutely pretty exciting. Yeah, it was in the eighth or ninth inning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a couple of runners on to win. Yep, Holy, yeah. yeah, unreal, unreal. Good times. Yeah, yep, good for times. sure. All right, let's. Uh, we have a little thing at the end of the podcast. I like to do called Player Association. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some names to you. If uh, you can say as much or as little about them as you want, if you have a story, let it fly. <laughs> okay, mate. All right, first one. Of course, we'll start off with uh, Chub- Chub Tagro. Oh, Chubby. Uh, yeah, so 
someone someone that I I sort of had a close association with uh, coming from the Hawks Bay and and he was there at the time so certainly taught me plenty in terms of you know softball especially in the pitching department you know mm. in terms of uh, you know different types of pitches uh, yeah great great to be around and learn and learn all that stuff um, you know got a front row seat in terms of of, of him pitching you know with Decatur and and the big games and um, yeah, yeah, much much respect to the big man. Absolutely. Uh, f- another team of the years on the ISC circuit. Uh, Canadian Ryan Wolf. Wolfie, wow, that that dude could fly, eh? Oh, I, could I, he I, ever? I actually thought I was. <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually thought I was quick when I seen him. Run, I was like, man, he can fly. But yeah, out, outstanding teammate, Wolfie. Uh, great hitter. Um, never seen someone swing a, a twenty-four ounce that that well. Yeah, we actually, we actually used to call him Lisa <laughs> um, because uh, Lisa Fernandez, I think, had a, had a couple of bats out around that time, and we actually thought he was actually using her bats. <laughs> it's the twenty-four, twenty-five ounce. Uh, you know, great, great guy, Wolfie, great teammate. Yeah. Um, you know, awesome, awesome in the outfields, uh, around the bases, just used to fly. Oh. Good power, great power. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I don't know where he got that power from. Uh, he, I had the privilege, I played against him in a couple nationals, and I mean, he was a five-tool player. Like, he, he could yeah. do it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've I, I seen that. I've seen that. I can, I can verify that yeah. for you, Randy. So, yeah. yeah, and, you know, great, great teammate, great guy. Awesome. I uh, love Wolfie. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, another one here for you. The guy that lives in the basement, Lucas Mata. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lukey, Lukey. Oh, he, he was he was awesome, mate. He was actually awesome. Um, obviously, great. Oh, I got to spend a couple of couple of good years with, with Lukey. Um, and, you know, he's very, very passionate about his, his job. Mm. You know, which which was to pitch, and um, I don't really see Lukey train that much, eh? But uh, you know, <laughs> go away on the weekends, mate. It's like, oh, it, it, it actually looked like he'd been training the house down. So uh, <laughs> that's probably what he was doing in the basement. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, pitching up against against the mattress or something. <laughs> I don't know. His uh, his brother's doing all right. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> he's he's uh, he's he's out the gate too, and the old memo hutter. Yeah. So, oh yeah, outstanding watching. I mean, I actually got the privilege to watch him, you know, coming through the junior ranks. So, and he he actually beat us probably eleven 0 I think, in uh, two thousand and fourteen, our, our first juniors world world series final. So, yeah. And for you know to track his progress up until. You know, their, their latest win at the ISCs has been mm-hmm. phenomenal. Eh? It's been awesome to watch him. Yeah, he's, I'd say, he's obviously the best pitcher in the world right now. Like, I mean, it's mm. <laughs> hands down. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting. I mean, sure. going into, you know, WBSCs there in, in New Zealand in November, I mean, it, there's so much parody right now. I think uh, it, it's anybody's game, really. I think you're right there, mate. I think you're right. Uh, there's probably six to eight teams that, that have got to do this more. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, let's get it on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Memo can hit, too. That's right. 
No, no that's right. Yeah, so, that's right too. All right, last one on the last one on the list here. Dude, you know the World Series. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, last one on the list here. Good buddy of yours, friend of the show, Jared Martin. Oh, is a yeah, man. Um, you know, once again, same as Chubby, uh, someone I grew up. Um, watching quite closely in, in terms of coming through the junior ranks, um, a couple of years older than me, of course. But um, yeah, and, and then we got the opportunity to to play together in the in the local competition. So it's been a good few years with Jazza. Um, just you know, watching him, you know, quite, quite the athlete, Jazza. Yeah. Um, you know, pitcher, uh, hitter, first base, and, and I've actually seen him play up the middle. You know, for, for club teams, for provincial teams, and make some bloody outstanding plays. So quite the athlete jazz up. Wow. You guys, you guys start off as pitchers and then you go to uh, like, you just become total athletes, don't you? <laughs> uh, no, we actually start off in shortstop and then go to pitching. Oh, okay. 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 So. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay that makes sense yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Even shortstop and everyone wants a beer yeah. so uh, uh, until they start hitting the bat as a pitcher then they go oh, okay someone else can do it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome all right Thomas Powell listen man this has been awesome I uh, I can't thank you enough for you know taking time to come on and chat the, like this has been awesome <laughs> yeah no thanks thanks Randy thanks for having me um, you know obviously you, you do a great great job um, promoting our, our great sports so Hopefully we hear from you soon, maybe in, in November and, you know. Absolutely. The World Series there. Yep, for sure. Definitely. We can uh, do a show and we'll talk, we'll talk about, talk about the, uh, the World Cup going on down there for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No worries. No worries. All good. All right, Thomas. Thanks a lot. Uh, best of luck at ball today, by the way. <laughs> yeah, two games today, mate. Two games. So hopefully I'll survive. All right, man. Cheers, Randy. All right. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, bud. See you. Cheers. Bye. Yo, I finally got the truth from ya And took a bit, yo, recognize wow. The classified was never one to mess around with lies huh. It ain't my nature, total behavior Be opposite, dropping it I'll be the dopest MC rockin' it Composed tracks, got your mind in the days And got you wondering how I can flip it every which way Lots of practice Hey yo, class brings tactics That make you bounce around like you and your girl on the mattress Son, I'll stop you in your track with your weak style And you can speak foul, but can you really freak foul? Too many MCs on the mic sound the same It's kinda funny though, cause they're the ones that found the fame So what's I say, about the world and the music business I guess it's all about the bank and how much money's in it And half-life is like half-broke I gotta work the nine to five to put my own records out It ain't a problem, yo, keeps me focused on the mic It makes my skills tight, it feels right to shake the light So I'ma break it for the million MCs speaking raps They never see no money, no fame or no contract And hey, yo, you know most of us won't See a million bucks, most of us will end up broke To me, that's what it ain't about, yo I live for it Hip-hop, what's the best you can give for it?
four, son. Another ten minute rapper. We're only in the game because it's friends in it. Blast your weapons and leave your brain intoxicated. If duplicated, I must start this off and instigated. So watch yourself. Or catch a lyric to that dome in seconds. I use my microphone to tear MCs apart in sections. I use my mind to amplify the situation needed and put them all together when my destination meet it. And now I'm at the spot for sure convinced it was never both rocking it. All about rocking it and dropping it. From late at night to early morning. Rappers on the mic when DJs focus on the core and change. It's got my mental doing flips. You come and do this game, think it's easy, y'all can do this. So put the mic down, let an empty like me kick it. Flipping, flipping, that's how I hit it. Ha! Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted? Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902 902- 499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again.